Today on the newscast, tensions between Israel and Hamas are growing and we could be headed to another Gaza war. Plus, the ISIS threat against U.S. civilians in Afghanistan deepens. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. A very busy weekend, of course, in Afghanistan. More on that in a minute. But also, a very busy weekend in Israel where tensions between Israel and Hamas along the Gaza border are heating up by the minute. A quick breaking news update for you on that front today. Monday, August 23rd, Hamas has launched several of those arson balloons into Israel, sparking at least nine fires in southern Israel. Now, if you know Israel, you know that agriculture, farming, drives the economy in southern Israel. And over the past three and a half years, Hamas has launched countless incendiary airborne devices. Balloons, even kites, have been sailed over the border from Gaza into southern Israel, sparking these massive blazes that have scorched hundreds, if not thousands, probably thousands of acres of land over the past few years. That's one piece to it. And remember, Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett has vowed that he will treat these arson balloons, these airborne incendiary devices, the same way he would respond to rockets coming out of Gaza so we could see Israeli airstrikes against Hamas targets in Gaza. We already saw that over the weekend. Why? Because of a massive, not a protest, a riot along the Gaza-Israel border. Uh, Thousands of Palestinians uh, swarmed the border and attacked Israeli soldiers there and One Israeli soldier was critically injured by a Palestinian gunman who shot him in the head. Folks, keep this IDF soldier in your prayers. He is now in critical condition at last check. Uh, We pray that he lives and he recovers from this attack. But there are more protests planned for this coming Wednesday, August 25th. But hey, uh, an IDF soldier almost killed on Saturday. IDF soldiers pelted with objects and... Uh, basically a storming of the border. Now, we've seen this several times over the past few years. It really kicked off right around the time when those arson balloons kicked off. Around March 2018, these massive riots along the Israel-Gaza border kicked off, and they've ebbed and flowed over the past few years, but we had a big one once again on Saturday. And again, one is planned for this Wednesday, August 25th. It is a tinderbox right now along that Gaza border. Israel did respond. I mentioned the airstrike. Israel responded uh, to this soldier nearly being killed over the weekend with airstrikes against four Hamas weapons depots throughout the Gaza Strip. All of this comes against the backdrop of Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett on his way to Washington, D.C. this week to meet with President Biden uh, on Thursday, August 26th. More on that in a second and the ramifications there. But just so you know, uh, one of the reasons that Hamas is acting out right now in Gaza is because they want those cash shipments delivered from Qatar. Now, you're hearing a lot about Qatar right now in the news. They are kind of the intermediary between the U.S. and the Taliban in Afghanistan. Well, they're also an intermediary of sorts in Gaza and supplying Hamas with its lifeblood, with a cash flow, paying Hamas 
civil servants and political leaders and keeping things running there in Gaza. That is the role Qatar has played. Israel has allowed these cash shipments to flow into Gaza, but apparently there have been some delays in recent weeks. And Hamas, when that happens, if they don't get their money from Qatar right away, they start acting up and acting out. And that's what we are seeing uh, right now with the latest flare-up. And again, tinderbox situation. The last round, obviously, wrapped about three months ago in mid to late May between Israel and Hamas. 11 days of intense fighting. Speaking of Iran, I mentioned the Bennett-Biden summit this Thursday in D.C., At the top of the agenda, of course, will be the Iran nuclear deal. Biden has been determined to re-enter the U.S. into this disastrous deal that President Trump rightly pulled the U.S. out of in May 2018. The U.S. and Iran have been having indirect talks in Vienna. Uh, It's been a hiatus for the past month, month and a half or so, as the new Iranian president, Ibrahim Raisi settles into office. Apparently, talks may restart in September. That would be an absolute disaster and mistake on the part of the U.S. A few things to keep in mind here. Number one, obviously, Bennett, uh, the Israeli prime minister, is going to lobby Biden to not re-enter the deal. That's number one. Number two, the ascension of Ibrahim Raisi, the radical new Iranian president, and his extreme cabinet is a game changer. This is the most radical Iranian government, folks, we have ever seen since the 1979 Iran revolution, starting at the top with the man known as the Butcher of Tehran, Ibrahim Raisi, the new president, walking lockstep with the Supreme Leader, Ayatollah Khamenei, and picking a cabinet that is littered with allies of Hezbollah and the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps, and people who've been sanctioned by the U.S. government, people who are suspected in major terror plots. We've talked about this on previous newscasts. You can check it out here in our archives. The most radical Iranian government ever assembled. So that is a second difficulty in terms of the U.S. trying to forge some kind of deal with the Iranian government. And third, and perhaps most importantly right now, is the United States is completely and utterly, uh, in particular the United States leadership, obviously, the Biden White House, utterly weakened and humiliated on the world stage with what's going on right now in Afghanistan. Zero leverage right now, zero, for the Biden White House in talks with the Iranian regime. I can tell you that Russia, China, Iran, Pakistan, Turkey, North Korea, terror groups like Al-Qaeda, ISIS, Hezbollah, Hamas, are literally laughing at the Biden White House right now for this pathetic debacle of a withdrawal, the disaster unfolding in Afghanistan right now. So that absolutely hurts U.S. prestige, not only in the eyes of our enemies at the negotiating table, the likes of the Taliban and Iran, who do not respect or fear the Biden administration, but our friends. Think about Britain, think about France, NATO, Uh, the comments they've been making, including very pointed criticism of Biden over the complete bungling of the Afghanistan situation, which is still unfolding right now in real time, folks. Remember, we have not seen the last of this crisis. God forbid it may only be just beginning over the weekend. We had the Biden White House cautioning U.S. civilians who are essentially trapped behind enemy lines in Afghanistan right now as the Taliban seizes its grip on Kabul, the Afghan capital, the U.S. government telling U.S. citizens, 
do not go to the airport because there is a serious ISIS threat. And this is not a surprise. We know that ISIS and Al-Qaeda are now roaming the streets of Kabul freely, as is the Taliban. If you're a U.S. citizen essentially trapped in Kabul right now, you have to navigate through Taliban checkpoints and dodge Al-Qaeda and ISIS on the streets in order to reach the throng at the gates of the Kabul airport. We have at least 6,000 U.S. troops at the airport right now, but the Biden White House is not permitting them to leave the airport and go out and do search and rescue missions and take U.S. citizens to the airport and get them out of Afghanistan. Meanwhile, uh, France and Britain, their special forces, are doing exactly that. They're leaving the airport. They're going out. They're getting the citizens. They're bringing them back. They are sending them home. Final note here, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and yes, the Taliban, there is nothing they would like more than to kidnap uh, a U.S. citizen, several U.S. citizens, hold them hostage, perhaps create propaganda videos for the world to see. There are nightmare scenarios that could play out if we do not get those U.S. citizens out of Afghanistan as soon as possible and authorize U.S. troops to do what needs to be done. We're following this very closely here on the Watchman Newscast. Stay tuned. The situation in Israel right now, the situation in Afghanistan. Again, Wednesday, this massive protest, this riot that supporters of Hamas are planning once again on the Gaza border has very nasty potential. We will keep you updated on all of it, folks. Continue to pray, pray with purpose, pray specifically for the situation in Afghanistan right now, for the U.S. citizens trapped there, for the Afghans who worked with the U.S., who also need to get out, and their families, for the women in Afghanistan, for the persecuted church in Afghanistan. We talked about that on our Friday, August 20th newscast. Check it out in our archives. For people of all faiths and backgrounds right now in Afghanistan who are being oppressed and threatened by the Taliban and jihadi forces there, lift them up in prayer and the situation in Israel as well. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the newscast. We will be back with you tomorrow. Until then, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.